Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Real Vision. Great to be back with you. We have a super interesting guest, Sam Huber, who is the CEO of LandVault. I'm so excited to have this conversation with Sam because he's working in the area of one of these great unanswered questions that we've been asking on this show over the past several years, which is how do you actually make any money in the metaverse besides just speculating on token prices and land prices? So Sam, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. Normally, I don't like to start off these conversations by asking, hey, tell me about your company. But I actually think in this particular case, it's worthwhile because letting the audience kind of know what you've been up to is going to be the perfect framework for our conversation. So why don't we start there? Tell us what you're up to with Landball. Yeah, absolutely. We have a pretty interesting, uh, interesting story, I think, because... Um, we actually became LandVault a couple of weeks ago following a merger between my old company, Admix, and, uh, and a Metaverse studio. And we became LandVault. Today, LandVault is the largest builder in the Metaverse. So we build experiences. We have about 120 artists, um, you know, smart contract developers, 3D concept artists, um, uh, developers and, and builders, voxel editors. So we can pretty much build in every single every single metaverse and we are focused on delivering projects for brands who want to or ip who want to enter the metaverse um but the story started in a slightly different way where um i used to be a creator myself i used to have a small indie game studio um, but i was very frustrated by the tools that were available to me as a game creator so i decided to create a, a solution which ended up being admix and the idea was that to create a better future for advertising, a world where advertising does not intrude or interrupt on the user experience. So we pioneered a solution for product placement in games so that brands could actually sponsor part of the game, like billboards around a stadium or sponsoring a car maybe in a, in a racing game or the, the shirt of a, a basketball player or something. So brands could literally inject their content within the game in ways that were becoming part of the story. And we built the whole infrastructure around that to um, enable the, the game creators to uh, integrate some of those brands. And on the other side of the marketplace, tools for brands to target the right user at the right time in the right game. So all this real-time uh, programmatic kind of tools. So you can really think of it as a, a Google AdWords, but for the 3D worlds. And now if you pair that with the creative capabilities that were brought to us by this uh, merger with that Metaverse Studio, now we have a, a one-stop shop solution for brands. So we can build anything from scratch. And then we have the tools and the infrastructure to actually monetize the experiences that we create. Fascinating. I want to rewind the clock just a second to when you were a creator yourself, what kind of games were you trying to develop? So it was um, what you would call today hyper-casual games, so really simple mini-games on mobile. Um, at the time, that was 2014, 2015, 
Uh, I just left my job as an engineer. I used to work in a completely separate industry. Um, and, uh, and we, we didn't have a huge budget. We know we didn't have a, an amazing 3d designer. So we decided to build 2d games. We basically did with what we had. Um, and so the, the design was super simple. The game mechanics was super simple and, you know, fast forward a few years, the hyper casual genre, which is those really simple games with like a single mechanic. It could be swipe or it could be tap. Those games are topping the charts. I mean, billions and billions and billions of downloads. At the time, we, this was not really a thing. Um, so we were really, you know, building hyper casual games, games effectively before they were cool. But you know, it was a uh, part of the creative process of of taking a project from idea all the way to to delivery. Interesting. Did you finish any of these games before you you got sick of the the lack of tools and moved into advertising? Yeah, yeah, we had a few games. I mean, we were working in really, uh, really short cycles. Um, our most successful game probably was Rock Trader. Um, so that was a, a binary trading simulation. There's thousands of, of those games available today, but we were actually the first one. And the idea was that you could trade a fake stock. So we had created a fake stock that was going up and down, and you could either buy or sell. And so if you buy, you better hope that this the stock's going to go up so you can sell before you lose money. And the idea was that you could collect more money, you could play against your friends. Um, it would actually be a great game on the blockchain because you could tie a token to it. But at the time, it was just uh, you know points. Um, and that game had like crazy session times. I think eight eight point five minutes session time, which was you know the average session time on mobile was two minutes. So that's why I started to look at how can we monetize this. We have something here, and, uh, and this is whereby you know digging further on the tools that were available to us, I was very shocked to see that the best tool for creators like that was to put very annoying and intrusive ads that would interrupt the game right in the middle and force you to watch an ad for a product that you didn't want. And that's really what start, sparked the idea for AdMix and creating a, a world where brands and content can coexist instead of competing for the user's attention. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, Mike. I have young kids and they discovered Plants vs. Zombies which is one of these games, which is like 2D, super simple, and you basically just tap and swipe. It's a great game, but they've structured it to where like after every session, there's like a really, really annoying interference from an advertiser that you can't click out of. And, and my kids, before they could read, they would just click it and then they'd get taken off to the app store and then they'd be, you know, before, by the time I figured it out, who knows what had happened. So right, I know right, exactly yeah. the pain point that you're describing. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, so you, you got into the AdMix. AdMix was born from this sort of frustration, and you worked on that for several years, solely in sort of what we would call sort of the traditional video game market. And then recently, if I understand correctly, you made this huge pivot with the acquisition of Landball to go, are you going all in on Metaverse, or are you still doing the uh, advertisement business in the video games? No, we, we're going all in. We're going all in. So we are going all in into Web3, um, the decentralized metaverse. We think that um, from a 
a potential for us to become this infrastructure to enable brand to enter a completely new environment. This is a huge opportunity. And we also think that this is what's really exciting, right? As a creator, you know, in, in Web2, as I told you, I was frustrated by the lack of tools. It's difficult to be a creator in, in, in Web2. Uh, you know, you have those stories about people on Spotify who can barely make money from, from the streams and, uh, you know, progressively the platforms are really squeezing the creators because there's a lot of power in the hands of a very few platforms who make all the decision and they control the business model. And so to me, what's exciting about Web3 is in the metaverse, in Web3, you have to invest in virtual land, but then you control the business model there. And, you know, the the, the revenue share, the way that the, the money is distributed is all fixed in smart contract. So it actually, for the first time, it enables us to really redistribute the wealth of the internet. And so when I started to understand that by investing early in, in virtual land and then seeing the, the buzzword of the metaverse and every single brand interested in entering the space, it finally made sense. You know, to me, this is, this is the same vision. We always wanted to create a world where we, we can create more tools for, for creators and also on the other side, help brands enter the space in ways that do not create a bad user experience. And I think the metaverse is that crazy, amazing playground where we can finally realize that vision. So we're going all in. We actually stopped um, the, the gaming business. We're sacrificing a, a lot of revenue for this, but we think that this is going to be where we should all be focused from a sales product um, you know, standpoint, everyone is focused on uh, dominating that part of the market. That's interesting. It's, it's, it's exciting too. Yeah, when I was doing research for this interview, I came across the story and it sounded like you had successfully just raised money on the old model of, of working on providing this sort of non, non-intrusive advertisement platform for games. And it's fascinating yes. that in this, in this environment where we're quite frankly, crypto is being is under fire and being questioned left and right. And, and I know metaverse and crypto aren't the same thing. It's fascinating that you guys are going all in. It's, it's exciting. Yeah, we, we had raised quite a bit. I mean, we've raised about $37 million of, across three different rounds. We have, you know, it's a VC back business, right? We have a board, we have, we're accountable. We can't just make any decision. So it was amazing, you know, when we started talking about Web3 and the potential that um, everyone involved from our board to our investors to our team were really just, it just made sense because the vision is the same. The vision has the same. It's just that we had that opportunity to actually 10x, you know, fast tracked our way to reach our vision. It would have been taking a very, very long time for us to reach that kind of level of immersion and creativity and blending brands with the content just in the gaming world. But the metaverse gives us a completely new playground and new tools to actually build the content and then monetize it. So we saw that as, uh, you know, uh, the, the best possible thing that could happen. And uh, although it's a big change and, you know, we've, we've made significant changes in the company, um, the vision is the same. It's just an acceleration towards that vision. And so I'm really excited and, uh, you know, 100% convinced that this was the right decision. Well, let's get into the details a little bit because I think that'll be super uh, interesting for the audience at Real Vision. Uh, so let's get, let's walk right into it. Like take Decentraland or Sandbox or NFT worlds. Like, what does it mean uh, for, for Land Vault to build businesses in those metaverses? And what, what are your clients, who are your clients? What are they asking you to do? And what are you working on? 
we target a lot of big brands and IP uh, that really want to enter the space. So, you know, clients would range from uh, L'Oreal, for example, that wants to build something in the Metaverse Fashion Week to uh, a football club who wants to build something for the World Cup um, or a beer brand who wants to establish their, you know, virtual brewery in the Metaverse. So it generally starts with a need from a, a brand um, or, or IP. And, um, and our process then follows a pretty simple one, two, three process. Well, the first step is really all about land, um, meaning where in the metaverse should you be? Should you be in Decentraland or should you be in Sandbox or another platform? And then once you establish that, which is based on who you want to reach and what you're trying to achieve, then where in the map should you be? Because all of those platforms have maps that are broken down into parcels that are all unique NFTs and you can buy this NFT. You can buy the land and then build on top of the land. So you can decide if you want to be in the city center, which is more expensive, or if you want to, if you're okay to be on the outskirts of the map. And that depends on what you want to achieve. So that's the first step. We own a lot of land as well so that we can actually rent the land to the brand if they're not willing to take the risk on actually buying the NFT, which is quite often the case. So that's step one. Step two is all about the build. We have creative director, we come up with the concept, we refine it with the client, and then we get it implemented with some of our 120 builders that are basically working on that to you know, bring that project to life. And then the third step, I think is the most exciting and we call it grow. So it's land, build, grow. And that step is all about the long-term value. We really don't wanna create an experience that would just be built that we just get a bunch of money for, and then it just sits there and the brand has lost money on it. It's a marketing expense. So the growth phase is really about trying to turn this from a cost into a profit center for the brand. So it's thinking about how can we use our tools, our infrastructure to make money from this experience? What value can we deliver to the users that they will be willing to pay for? So it could be selling NFTs in the metaverse, obvious use case, but you could also sell tickets for an event, or maybe you could um, do a, a live Q&A with someone important every, every month and you have to pay to enter this, or you could you know, release your token within that ecosystem or uh, monetize with advertising because you're planning to draw a large audience. So Web3 gives us a lot of opportunities to build different business models, and that's the real value of the Land Vault technology. It's the old AdMix legacy tech that is part of that. So we can do product placement and other tools, but there's also other tools that we are building around that. And we think that's the real differentiator. And that's why we think that LandVault is not just a, a builder of experiences in the metaverse. We are building businesses. Every activation that we do for every client, we think about it as a separate business. How can this actually generate revenue? Maybe not now, but at least there needs to be that potential in the future. And that's the process. It's one, two, three. And, um, you know, it can take from a couple of weeks to a couple of months based on the size of the build. Um, we have some pretty interesting stats. I mean, we've done over 190 builds in total, including Land Vault before the, the merger. Um, a lot of Web3 clients, uh, Alien Boy, big NFT project. World of Women is one. We're doing some really exciting projects as well. Um, and in total, that's close to 100 million square feet of metaverse that we have actually built and developed. Uh, so by far, you know, the biggest, uh, most prolific builder so far in the metaverse. Hey, if you like this clip, be sure to check out the full interview and more only on realvision.com forward slash crypto. It's 100% free. Sign up now.